You're listening to the Big Blue Brothers podcast. Follow and subscribe to us on Instagram and Facebook, searching Big Blue Brothers. Also, subscribe and give us a five-star review anywhere you listen to podcasts. And welcome to the Big Blue Brothers Podcast. I'm Andrew, joined alongside by my couple of brothers, Stephen and David. How you guys doing? Wonderful. Good, Chuchi. Very good. It's been a minute since we've done our last podcast, but we're happy to be back uh, on Wonder this, why. the recording, and my fault, probably, uh, recording <laughs> on uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Very exciting. Um, and that's really all the introduction that I have. I did <laughs> think it was funny that, uh, I guess, David and Stephen, you guys... We're like playing a video game or something together. Is that where you're talking? And playing then, that COD. Yeah. And then David I was had, helping David catch wins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then David had a hot take uh, that was not great uh, on then, something that we'll get to here in a little bit. But David, why don't you go ahead and start us out on the show? What you want to talk about today, my friend? All right. All right. All right. Since the last time we talked, we've had two wins and a loss in basketball. Right. So great start to the new year. Winning those games. Uh, Florida and Missouri. But we dropped AM. But I think that we can put to rest the uh, Reeves doesn't get up for big games. I think mm. he has turned a new leaf this year because he has scored mm, 27, 29, and 29 in the past three games. In the last three games. Against against unranked teams that might not make the tournament. Got it. Maybe. Maybe. But I feel like they're competitive enough games that we lost one of them. And he, and he still scored high. So listen, I'll give Reeves. He more scored credit. a lot in the first half. Yeah, I'll I'll give him more credit. I think he's 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 improved this year from last year. I will also say that, like we had talked about in years past, when we had like mints and different players like that, if if a player like Reeves is your best player, you're you're in you're in big trouble. Uh, so that's why we need, you know, the other guys. It's fine for him to be able to contribute some and to be, you know, kind of a spot up shooter. I love my favorite part about his game this year is the fact that he is uh, driving the ball some and able to hit some of those floaters. I think that that adds a lot to his game and to the offense that he doesn't just stand outside. And if he doesn't have an open shot for a three, then he's of no use. Um, I do think it's very concerning that I think Cal the other day um mentioned something or maybe it was just based on what we were doing for substitutions on offense and defense at the end of the game. Uh, but there are some of the players and maybe Cal think that Reeves is our best perimeter defender. Uh, and that's scary. And what's more scary is they He's might not. be right. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think he is at all, but who is, I, I guess they were looking at like shooting percentage of the different players and Reeves uh, had the lowest for the guy that he was <laughs> defending on three, maybe. At the lowest yeah, but, shooting percentage, but you can't, Shepard you can't the next look at those numbers though. You can't look at those numbers though, because that would be like saying if um well, let's just talk let's go NBA so everybody knows it. If you're the guy, if you're meta world peace, uh you used to be Ron Artos forever, and you're always guarding Kobe Bryant or LeBron James, you're always gonna have worse numbers statistically because you're guarding the best player who's putting up those points. Versus somebody who's guarding, you know, a nobody. Like you're, it's just so. Some of that is a little bit hit or miss. And I don't think Reeves has ever been put on the best perimeter player week that they have. 
I think really the best guy is should be DJ. Um, he has moments where he does really well. I think Justin Edwards actually, when he's focused, has actually played really well on defense. And maybe he's your go-to defensive player. It just kind of depends. Like it's going to depend on what kind of what kind of uh, player you're going up against. Yeah. Well, I hope Edwards improves. David, this might be one of your topics, but are are we going to talk about do we think that our defense is capable of improvement or is this just the way that it is? I mean, I think that they can improve because they show, I mean, they've shown improvement in other areas since the beginning of the year. And it's not like we just have a bunch of unathletic goofballs who are in their fifth year. Like, Star freshmen will improve in all areas. I I think we'll be lacking in defense all the way to the end of the year, but I I think we haven't reached our ceiling on defense. Steven, do you think we oh. can improve on defense? Yeah, I think we can. I also wonder how much is our defense bad because of the way we play and how much is it bad because of we're just bad. Some of it is we're bad just because we're bad. But I think there's also an argument to say that um, a lot of it is when you're going up and when you're getting as many possessions as we're getting and you're going down and scoring in three and four seconds, you're giving the other op- the other team an opportunity to score a lot and have a lot of possessions. Yeah, I think even against A&M, our defense was good, but we gave up 25 offensive rebounds. So they got 25 extra shots. I mean, that. That's just yeah. where you lack a lot of stuff. I really don't understand that part of it because, like, it is – so some people are slow, and they just can't – like, if you're slow or you're short, then it's going to be very difficult for you to play defense against some different players. Like, if we play um, Purdue and we're going against Edie, like, there's no way that we'd be able to stop that guy. Or whenever we played uh, Kansas at the beginning of the year with their big, like, that was a difficult matchup for us to have, especially without Bradshaw. But – like defense and rebounding, both of which that we seem to have a very difficult time with, those are usually more if if the speed isn't an issue and if the height isn't an issue, those are usually more like effort related aspects of so the I, game. Like some people think- suck at shooting and you can't fix it. But I feel like as long as you're not like our guys aren't slow. So I, I don't really understand what the issue is with the defense and why why we're struggling so much. I think some of it is is one. I think A and M pretty much just destroyed us, and I feel like they've done it every year we play them. They run the same play. They post up the guy in the on the low block. He gets a seal on our whoever our center is. Then they set a high screen on top, and we try to always ice it so the guard steps over, the big steps up, and they try to force him to one side. But when we do that against A&M, and that happened to Reeves a lot, where they would just a slight hesitation cause Reeves to go too far over, and it was just a simple cross and drive straight to the basket, and there was no one there, and we did our big didn't rotate around and nothing. So it's a bad. It's a lot of it's communication. A lot of it is. Um, but I I think the defense can get better. I think what really hurt us to me in that game was not having Bradshaw. I don't think he's the best player for us but he does have some athleticism that is helps keep the floor spread on offense. And then on defense, and also he's long athletic and he's a lot faster than Ugo. Ugo is 
not a player to play a lot of minutes. I don't think he's a spot minute kind of guy. But he did. And A and M just played physical. A and M yeah. just played two bigs. They played physical, and a lot of their offensive rebounds too were even. They're not even even. They're not even trying to rebound the ball. They just reach up and smack the ball backwards as hard as they can. Yeah. Well, I will That's, say those are the rebounds. They're cheap rebounds, but they're rebounds. But they didn't crazy out rebound us either. They only out rebounded us by seven. No, so, but they had like a lot the whole game rebounds. Yeah, but the whole game, I was I felt like they were getting all the rebounds. Like I was I I pulled up the box score expecting them to you know out rebound us by 10, 12, but they didn't. I mean, they didn't out rebound us like a crazy amount for how long the game went, and that it felt like they were out rebounding us left and right. Well, and we do have a rebounding problem, but David, what you're saying probably has something to do with the fact that we had a rebound machine the past two years for all of his faults. Like for Oscar, I don't think there was a, there are very few games where we didn't dominate the rebounding battle. So even when we, we did give up tons of offensive rebounds. So that's probably why it seemed like so true, but, I, but even if it's not, I as think big also, thing, I think also Calipari in his career, at Kentucky has very rarely ever had a team get out rebounded a lot. Well, he's never had a team yeah. that can't like, or rarely had a team that can't play defense too. That's what I'm saying. Like those yeah. those two aspects of the game. Are but I, I think even like I think even if you look at our, loaded. but I think if you look at our defense, I think the adjusted defense puts us at like 44th in the country right now. Which so it's not it's not great 100, percent but it's not. Everybody wants to talk about our defense like it's god awful. It, I mean, 44th in the country. That's not terrible. If you look at some of the teams that have won the title. It's been in the they've been up there. Some of them are in the top 20. Some have also been in the top 40s or whatever. I agree. On the other hand, AM scored like 50 something in their two previous games before us. And I know it went to overtime, but they were oh they scored they had, 97. Right. But they also had a guy it go off. Um that Wade Taylor guy went off. AM should be a good team. They haven't played well. So you had to know. That was one of those like it's like the worst of the worst that could have happened. A and M had to win that game to pretty much keep their season alive, or at least their SEC hopes alive. So it's kind of one of those like it's that you were going to get their absolute best game. So the way I look at that is you went on the road, took somebody's absolute one hundred percent best game of their life, and you went to overtime and just lost. And it happens. Does it suck to lose? Yes. But you lost an, a road game to somebody playing at their absolute best, and you did not play your best. I mean, it happens. Sure, yeah. And they really did. Some of those, some of those graphics they were throwing up in the middle of the game, they were almost doubling their field goal percentage yeah. in that game. So here's my question with that, though. That seems to be a recurring thing. So did, is. is that it's... more of a testament of people get up for Kentucky, or is that more yes. of a testament of our defense struggles? <laughs> And no, when, every, when they can't do stuff against other teams, they're able to do it against us. No. Watch. You go watch. Well, I don't know who A&M plays next. You watch their next home game, and they will not have the crowd. They will not shoot the ball as well. They will not be as defensively sound. They just won't do it. It is it is the simple fact of teams show up for Kentucky when they come to play. Now, there are some teams like, you know, Tennessee or Auburn. They're gonna. I mean, they're still going to show up a lot more. For Kentucky, but they're going to show up to a lot of games because they're into basketball. Other ones are not. It's the same in football. Like if we go play, I don't know. Like when we play Vanderbilt, the crowd's not the same as when Florida comes to town or LSU comes to town. It's just not the same. Are you guys worried about the fact that I don't think we uh, 
converted a field goal in the entire overtime period no. against AM? No. I didn't like it. And it was very frustrating, but no, I don't think of it because we haven't had, and we've had like dry spells and stuff, but we haven't really had a scoring issue, you know. We so, didn't have a scoring issue. We scored ninety-two points. Yeah, but I mean, we obviously had a scoring issue in overtime because we couldn't make a field goal. But at What's... the same time, we haven't had one all year. We've been scoring a ridiculous amount of points. I, we're still averaging 92, 91 points a game. So yeah, what sucks? I feel like for. Uh... Kentucky was there was the one possession where Kentucky was up seven. I think we had just hit a three. We came down. Their guard shoots a three from the white right wing. Um, it bounced off Shepard and Bradshaw. I think both went for the rebound and grabbed it at the top at the same time, and it kind of fumbled. And when it did, when they came down, neither one of them had it, and their big guy picked it up kicked it across court and the guy had a wide open three and made it. That was one of those, like, and that was with 12 minutes ago. I feel like if you, if one of those guys had got that rebound and then uh, were able to just hold on to it, nothing else, you stop the momentum. But if you go down and make a basket and go up nine or 10, then I think you really start you, that to me almost would have been one of those put away positions. Does that worry you that we haven't seemed to be able to just put away a team? Even, no, even we when we got Florida. a, yeah, but I mean, for we the most to give part, it away. we put away, Car- we put away Carolina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, no, even the Florida game worried. got a little closer at the end. So, like, they still it, had hope. It, 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 yeah, they had hope, but we put them away, and then just had one bonehead mistake that gave them a miracle chance at it. But they still, they still closed the game. I, I think this team is—they're not going to win every game, sure, but I don't think they're going to lose a lot more games the rest of the year. Um, and then I really, I really think. It just sucks because if if you could just take away, I know you can't, but if you could just take away that one loss to uh, whoever it was, UNC Wilmington or whoever, yep. this, I mean, you would feel so much better about the team. I think everybody would. That's just the one loss that kind of stings a little bit. Well, Isn't I'm bummed it weird about... we went down two spots? Did we? Yes. Kansas stayed Where the same. Else? Everyone else went down one that lost in the top five, and we went down two. That is the thing that sucks with the loss at A&M. Like, we had it, and we had a chance to win regulation, and then obviously it was tied, you know, going into overtime, and we should have had a chance to do it there. But if we had won, I feel like we could have, you know, climbed the the ranking several spots there because multiple teams in front of us dropped their game. So that was a little frustrating, but, I mean, it's a long season. It's not like football where you, you know, drop a game and then the whole thing is off. Yeah. So I, I, over- I just think it would be nice to win. We just need to win the SEC to me. It would be nice. Yeah, over under we lose two and a half more games before March. Probably over. I say under. I think over too. Um, I, I, I do think and this is not an excuse. This is just something that we're gonna have to. You know, they'll be have to be wary of in the future. I do think Bradshaw, even though he's not the biggest scorer on our team, um, the fact that like. His backup is Ugo, and then I guess we could go with Trey um, at the five. Uh, him him getting into such quick foul trouble. What, he played six minutes during the game? Is that what the box score was saying? Like that, to me, that's a huge part of uh, a loss like this is uh, him getting into really quick foul trouble, and he just he, he has to not do that. He played yeah. seven minutes, sir. 
I know, but like, <laughs> I think Ugo did great for what he is, and he was asked to do a lot more than he should be asked to do. He was put in a bad yes. situation because yeah, of it. But for sure. we can't. Yeah. Bradshaw can't pick up, you know, a couple of fouls in the first couple of minutes. Yeah, that was that was tough. But even when he was in, he only attempted one field goal, and it was that three from the corner, but which think- would have been great. And I love those threes in the Florida game because they were great, and I loved it so much. But I mean, I feel like he could have gotten the ball a little bit more. Well, I do think a lot of that is if if you only play seven minutes, it's difficult to be in much of a a rhythm for things right. there. But so I guess we can move on toward football. So out of the games we picked last millennia, uh, Steven leads with seven out of the nine. Okay. I had six out of the nine, and Andrew had five out of the nine. I'm really good at picking games. I'd like to point that out. Uh, I mean, you're over <laughs> you, 500. You didn't know about my secret picks, though. You only knew yeah. about my public ones. My <laughs> secret picks, right. 100%. Batting a thousand. Worse. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, so I was surprised that Bama lost. I didn't think they were going to go all the way because they've kind of had a little bit of trouble um, throughout the season and even toward the end, um, almost losing to Auburn. Didn't they almost lose to Auburn? That's when they had their like amazing pass on fourth down. Um, but I was surprised they lost in the first round, and I don't like that Michigan won. Um, I don't have any reason to hate Michigan. I just don't like them. Um, so what did you guys – did you guys watch the games? Yes. Yeah, but this is this is a podcast about Kentucky. Are we done with all this? It's it's relevant to college sports. We picked not, bowl games. Not all right. All right. You know, right, you know right. what's more hey, relevant but, about that is the what? fact that apparently Liam Cohen is not going to Ohio State, but it's just a matter of if he goes to the NFL or not. Are we okay? I am not. Are you guys upset with Cohen if he leaves? Yes. Because the outcry of people on Twitter or X, that are just furious that he would leave. I will not be happy if he leaves. I will not be happy, but are you no, going to be upset be happy with, with him? him. Yes. Why? Because <clears throat> to come the first time and be a one and done, I wasn't upset. But to come back the second time after a year off, and for all accounts, he told everybody, they said, hey, if you're coming back, we I need you to stay for three years. And he said, got you. I'm here for the next, I'm here for the three years. I want to be back in Lexington. And then he came up and talked all that stuff from the press conference of, man, you know, it was something to be in the NFL, but there's nothing like Lexington's home. We plan on being here for a while. Yada, yada, yada. Said all the right things. Then you can't leave after a year. But isn't that what everybody says? I mean, people leave jobs all the time, especially coordinators. Sure, they do. But that doesn't mean that just because everybody does it doesn't mean that we can't all be like, hey, you know, that's not cool. Same thing with Billy Donovan. He got he got offered the job twice, turned it down. I don't ever want Kentucky to offer him again. And if Liam Cohen leaves, don't ever offer him the job back here again. Like I, I'm I'm good with it. I Would don't you need feel better? Who, would you feel better if he was like going to take a, a head coach position at a place? Yeah, that's different. But to go be an offensive coordinator and at the Bears, they're terrible. But they wouldn't be terrible with Cohen, Stephen. The Rams I mean, did make the yeah, playoffs they, the one they were year he was <laughs> They made the playoffs this year when he left with a younger I, team. I get what both of you guys are saying. I just, one, I, I don't think it has anything to do with it, but he did have a health scare this year. 
All right. So if his aspirations are to one day be a coach in the NFL and he thinks the best route to do that is to be an assistant coach in the NFL, maybe he was like, hey, man, I better better get on it. Better not hang out in college football anymore. And he got an offer. But also, like, I don't care what I told my current employer. If I got a job that I thought was a better job, I, I would I send him, him a letter. I wouldn't even go back into work. I'd be like, bye. No, but I'm saying what I'm saying, if I was him, maybe I would look at it and say, man, this is my job I want to go to. That's fine. But I don't think you can say this is the job I want to go to and then be like, well, I don't know. I, I, if people are mad at me for leaving, I'll, I, I don't understand it. You would have to say, I understand why you all don't like me. And if I ever come back to Lexington, I can understand why you guys would tell me to pound sand. Like there is, I'm not saying he should, he should do what's best for him. But as a fan, I will tell you, I will, I will not root for him in the NFL. And I will not want him to come back to Kentucky because you came here for a year went back to the NFL with your buddy, Sean McVay. Cool, no problem. Then you came back after a year, and we're like, oh, I made a mistake. I should have stayed here. I love Kentucky. I love Lexington. Blah, college is so much better than the NFL. A year later, oh, wait, now I can leave again? Bye, see you later. I just don't like that. I get that. I get that. And I... according to multiple people, this goes into David's hot take, is that Stoops and Cohen are on the same page, and it's Cohen's offense for next year, like it was this year. So you pretty much have full control of an offense here in Kentucky. You got the kid you wanted out of Georgia. It's not like you didn't get your quarterback. You got your quarterback. So I, I just don't. All right. Into my argue. take. Me and Steven just argued for the past half hour. All right. Based on me. Being wrong. For like 50% being extra. No. Right. My no. my point before we start, my point that Own I it. want to make is Own that Stoops is not I don't understand why no one ever calls out Stoops on anything of they importance. Do. No. People just Andrew, don't care. People just don't care. They're like, oh yeah, this 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 season was, you know, but but coach, yeah, yeah, coach Stoops, man. That's uh the, they couldn't catch the ball. Our special teams wasn't fantastic. Um our quarterback was a dud. Uh, I mean, we we can't stop getting penalties in every single season for the past 13 seasons. But, you know, our coach is great. And I don't disagree. Our coach is really good. But Andrew's defense when we called him was we used to go two and ten. That's the dumbest reason I've ever. Yeah, we used to have Gillespie as a coach. Andrew looks so annoyed. Why, why, why do we care what happened then if our program now is at a point where how we you, should expect better? How do you we measure? should not go down to a bad South Carolina and lose and then a week later be like, I forgot all about that. Like, Coach Stoops, okay. man. Like, I love Coach Stoops. I'm glad he's here. But he does things that aren't good. Sure. And I don't understand why everyone's like, he's perfect. He's the winning this coach. Well, maybe because he's been here for 13 years. Well, maybe he's still here because he keeps winning games and they didn't fire him. So I think that what you actually said previously was that Stoops could be replaced by anybody and they would do have the same success. Is that accurate? I do feel a percentage of. Yes, that is what he that. said. He said okay. I do feel a percentage of staff and same it, players. If, okay. if we had if thing. we had just removed Stoops and nobody else, which I said that last podcast, if we had just removed Stoops and nobody else and everybody stayed, I don't feel like we would have a drop off. 
Okay. Like I feel like you could go get Vandy's coach and it'd be all right. That'd be very because uh, we have assistant coaches <laughs> that do their job that Cohen should be independently hundred percent running the offense. I'm David okay. Andrews about to kill you. I'm, I'm down with second. I'm down with Brad White for the most part. And and we have good recruiting. Yeah, I Brad yeah. So I was this my past question, year I've been David. frustrated, here's especially with the loose defense. That's here's really frustrating me too. That's what they always do. We just weren't able to stop people. We we were supposed to do the bend, don't break, but we just broke every time. So that was the only difference. We so you just, should adapt we to the good. players that you have. Uh, so how would you evaluate a coach's success? What does it mean to be a good coach? Penalties is all he cares about. No, Wins. but what does it mean? Well, I'm sorry. Is seven and five good enough? No, no, no. no. What did you say? Wins. Okay. So, and who is the all-time winningest coach at the University of Kentucky? That would be Coach Stoops. Does he have the highest percentage of wins? I don't know, but because that's what really a matters. Higher one, look okay, at David. We have sucked. because he's been here well, no, for no, no, a millennia. No, no, no. Okay, hold we on. You didn't say that. You hold on. Hold you on. said it wins matter, not percentage of wins. For, no, why for would split? it matter how many wins he has total? What if what if Gillespie was here for because twenty years? He would have he's the not highest be, number he of wins. Sucks. They're gonna fire him. Yeah. So here's here's the times that we've had success in our history. Uh, Bear Bryant was here for a hot minute, and we won some games. Uh, we cheated for a period of time, and we won some games. Uh, Rich Brooks was here, and we got really excited because, like, we went to a bowl game every once in a while, and that was really cool. And then Stoops has come, and how many years in a row have we been to a bowl game? Like eight? Seven, eight, seven, how many years eight? in a row have we lost we, at a bowl game? We used to. Who, okay, who cares? We used to. Oh, but it's wins, Andrew. We used no, to literally it's wins. That's beg. what I said. We used Losing to bowl games doesn't count. We used to literally beg, let make Kentucky bowl eligible again. And that's the dumbest thing ever. Okay, well, because Cal is not beyond reproach. You can go be David. I've criticized Stoops plenty. I don't understand. You can you can go and pretend like we don't have the history that we do. But, like, we suck as a football program before Rich Brooks yes. and before Stoops. We cheated for a little yes. bit, and we won some games. But, but like, anymore. before Brooks— so why do we care about used to be? And you know what happened Because when the reason we don't Rich suck Brooks? anymore is because we have Stoops. Yeah. Well, you can't just put anybody in the spot. We had success under Brooks, and then Joker took his spot, and we were back to winning two games a year. When Stoops first got here, we were winning two games a year. He took us from there— We've had multiple 10-win seasons. We're in bowl games every year. This season was a disappointment to me until the Louisville game. You beat Louisville, it heals most wounds. It was still, we had fewer wins than I would have liked. It was liked. still a disappointment. We need, to, we need to hopefully improve. But honestly, with the expanding SEC, winning more than seven games a year is going to be pretty impressive. Hard. Like I yes. will temper expectations based on our schedule. Our schedule this year, the games that weren't just automatic check marks we're going to lose, should have been. They should have been wins. Should have. Not could have. Should have. We should have Let's... beat Missouri. We should have beat South Carolina. We should have beat Tennessee. Hold on. And you... we've, had, we've had more wins under Stoops than anybody else. And he is now the longest tenured coach in the SEC with the retirement of Saban. With knowing how quickly people fire coaches in NCAA football and in any football, really, a D1 and then NFL – 
to be able to stay around for that long means you have to have had success. I don't understand if people start to say, or if you're trying to say, that if we have less than 10 wins in a season, then we failed. Okay, was this season a little bit disappointing? Sure. It would have been a lot more disappointing if we had lost to Louisville, but it was a little bit disappointing. Sure. Was last season in basketball pretty disappointing? Yeah, with how early we exited the uh, the tournament. But do I think that you could replace Coach Cal with anybody tomorrow and we would have the same amount of success? Absolutely not. Just like yeah, that's Stoops. the difference between the two coaches. But... How is, Why did no. we lose the Clemson hold, game? Hold on, David. So earlier when me and you were talking, you said not the season we just finished, but the season before was a disappointment to you, correct? Yes. I'm going to read you off the five losses. At number 14 in the country, Ole Miss, we lost by three. Not, I don't know how you'd be disappointed with that one. You lost at home to South Carolina when Levis did not play. Then you got boat raced by Tennessee. That sucked. The Vanderbilt one you lost, that one I agree is bad. Then you lost to Georgia by 10, and that was it. Why, what are you disappointed What I heard in? was three bad losses. Where was your three bad losses? Who? What team are South you South Carolina. For? Are Tennessee you a was an fan? embarrassment. Are you a Georgia fan? I don't understand. We're not in, – in basketball, we are the program. In football, we're like middling in a good year. So I, I don't understand. We, how are we the program, Andrew? Expectations because the last few years we haven't been doing so great. So we should we should how how are we going to have the coaches? What are you of, talking about? I don't understand. You could be disappointed with a season and disappointed in loss, and understand if Stoops were to leave, if he had left for A and M, we very likely would have taken a nosedive, especially in the current system. Like before uh, the transfer portal, you could just transfer for anything. Maybe it's a little bit different because you would have a lot of the players stay and maybe you get one of the assistants to then become the head coach and, you know, coalesce behind him. But especially with the current system, if he leaves, like we're done for okay. several years. It took several years for Stoops to be able to build the program. Okay. David, if you look at if you look at you. David, if you look at our schedule from this year, three of the five losses were to teams ranked in the top eight in the country. The other loss was to the 17th ranked team in the country. So we had a bad loss at South Carolina. And it was frustrating. What do you expect? And, and what you guys, do you expect Kentucky to do? What? I don't South Carolina. I don't understand the take because you guys ripped me for being so terribly negative the entire season. But at the end of the season, I don't want Stoops to go because I know that will be much I don't worse. Know. No, David, David doesn't want either. He just thinks he's not worth $9 million. I mean, it he doesn't matter what he's worth we because it's the market. So that doesn't, that doesn't matter. No, he's not worth right. $9 million. But yes, he it is. is what it is. You're paying $9, hold on. You're paying $9 million to go to a, take a program. And whatever you want to say, you have to look back and say, we have never been consistently good in our life, in our history of UK football, especially even in my lifetime, we've not been consistently good. You have now taken that $9 million. What that gives you is, is your floor, your top bottom line is seven and five. I'll take that all day long. Will I be disappointed in seasons? Yes. But you're telling me I can go into every season knowing I'm going seven and five. I'll take it because I went through two and 10 over and over and over and over and over. That was miserable. It's miserable going to look at the game and going, well, we're going to lose. We lost to freaking Eastern or Western Kentucky two years straight. Western beat us. Now we don't worry about Western. 
We worry about losing to SEC schools. I'm cool with it. And we beat Louisville every year, which is a lot of fun. I yeah. think I I don't disagree. I like Stoops. I think he's done a great job. I think he should stay. I think he has some coaching issues. And sure, everybody has coaching issues. All right, but, you can't but just... everyone just like, oh, he's amazing. No, the penalties not. has nothing to do no. with coaching. You're taking Our you're taking amazing no. drop and catching in the best receiver room we've ever had. Not a coaching most issue hyped at all. receiver room. I don't know about best. Uh, most well, they were better receiver. last year. Not, I'm not saying no. they but are. You can't. You but can't they were better David, last you can't year. sit there. You can't sit there and go. Just because you have penalties means it's a coaching problem. Again, like I told you, Nick Saban has had penalties out the wazoo at Alabama, and that is a problem. He's the best. It doesn't coach matter who it is. Time. That's a problem. He's the best coach of all time. It's on the players to not make mistakes. It's not on the coach all the time. If the Catching whole the ball. team does it over a Catching decade, the ball. Again, it's a coaching again, problem. No, it's not. The whole team doesn't do it over a decade either. You're blowing things out of proportion. We have had wildly high statistics. You bring on, the stats to me saying that that's the case because I don't uh, believe. I'll, I'll pull them up. Not now. I don't know. I don't really okay. know to Google, but I'll pull them up. Okay. You have to look at it and say, and you can't say you take Stoops off and then everything's fine. No, because Stoops is the reason Vince Merrill is here. He's and the reason. I see that. that all, okay, then he's worth the money. And he because built, if you take Vince away, then we're in trouble. He built a culture where we don't just lose all the time, and we don't just think that we're going to lose all the time, and we don't suck all the time, which is really great. I like football. We are it's not. Fun. We are not going to be Alabama I'll, and no, Georgia. No, we I are got going. You. I got we're you. not even. I don't even know if we're in the second tier of LSU Ole Miss, but we're fighting from that third tier to the second tier now. That's where we're at. I'll waver on the money, all right? I Maybe he is, because he really has done a great job, and he has brought in the staff, but I just I just don't understand why he's just why, – why our reason for being – for not being super disappointed this year – we should be super disappointed this year. Our reason for not being disappointed this year is we used to go 10-2 and two, or 2-10. Two and 10. Yeah, we used to go 2-10. Because so our, you have to look at that. Okay, so last year we should have been perfectly fine in basketball because we went we went nine and whatever no, because that was. No, I, mean, we no, had because I was disappointed, we, but no, I didn't have, say you could no, replace Cal with anybody and have, have the same you success. Look, you can't judge UK football and UK basketball the same standard. Different. UK basketball has, pre, has predominantly yes, you did because UK basketball has predominantly been the best best team in the country year in year out for decades. So you can't say we should be okay with X. No. What we should be okay with in Kentucky basketball? Elite eights. Minimums. That's I what will, we expect to be at. I but if we actually have a new culture here, our expectations should change. And we shouldn't keep thinking, oh, my goodness, at least we're not 2-10. and ten. They have oh changed. Oh, my goodness. If and I was won, so tired of the last five years, how are we going to lose this game? I'm if, glad we're finally getting away from that. If but we I, won. The, the 2-10 and ten is the dumbest reason for mediocrity and complacency I've ever What is ever mediocrity? Heard. We've won 7-10 to 10 games like all of our last years. If we won four games in a season, okay, people would be pretty upset. That's better than 2-10. and 10. I will also say, and we've got a minute left, that I am terrified for the time when Cal or Stoops leaves. Because in basketball, okay, we've got Cal now. Before that, we had Billy. <laughs> uh, we've got Stoops now. Before that, we had Joker. Not every coaching hire 
is a good one. And you can see how much it can screw you up whenever you make a poor one. And we're kind of 50-50 whenever it comes to that kind of stuff. So I, I'm very grateful that we have two of the longest tenured coaches in all of college sports at our school. Uh, and I'm worried for the time when they leave. And I hope that's not anytime soon because we know they can win. You can bring in a pretend, you know, amazing coach. Uh, you know, for, for a time in the future, but you don't know that they're going to win because they've not proven it. We know these guys can win, and 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 I'm hopeful that they continue for the next few years. Well, Stephen, David, thanks for joining. David, thanks for driving the ship. You did a great job. Uh, and to, wow. those, to those of you listening, thanks so much for joining us here on the Big Blue Brothers podcast. Join us again probably next week for another episode, and until then, we'll see you. Cheers.